Hello, Fusation. My name is Alex Fuse, the host of Fusion News, and it's great to be back here live on YouTube and all the other platforms that this podcast is on. And before I introduce my next guest, if you want some free Yankee tickets, be sure to subscribe to this channel. And when we hit 1,000 subscribers, I will be giving away two free New York Yankee tickets. All you have to do is hit the subscribe button, and when you do, you will be put into a drawing of to win the two free New York Yankee regular season tickets. Well, without further ado, my next guest on the Fusion News podcast is San Francisco Giants minor league player in within the organization is Chris Corbett, and he's actually driving back to his house now from Florida. So, Chris, how how's the car ride going so far? Oh, it's going great. Uh, for all your viewers, don't worry. I got it on Bluetooth. <laughs> I'm not holding my phone. I got my hands in it, too. Perfect. Awesome. And uh, so we're going to be talking about his career, him being drafted by the Giants, and also him helping out some younger players that are trying to pursue the same thing Chris is doing right now. Uh, so, Chris, first question is going to be, uh, you get the phone call that you're drafted to the San Francisco Giants. What goes through your mind? Yeah, it's just a surreal feeling. Um, it's something you know that you dream about since you're a kid, you know, getting to uh, play with the the MLB logo on, on your on your jersey and on your pants. and um, It's just a really cool feeling. You know, all the hard work that you put in um, finally paying off. You know, sometimes, you know, a lot of the work goes unseen. So, um, you know, when you get that call, it's, it's, it makes it all worth it. Who was the first person you told? Uh, well, actually, um, my mom uh, was the first one that found out because she – she was inside listening to the draft. I was outside. I couldn't listen to it anymore. So um, I was outside. I messed around in the yard. And so she was the one that told me. Um, and then, you know, right away, uh, I called my father. So uh, it was definitely a cool uh, family moment. Mm -hmm. uh, what What exactly did your mom say? Because if you, you know, it's tough because you hear all these things and there's so many different rounds. So uh, I couldn't imagine doing that. And just being, I couldn't imagine being your mom hearing the news that you're being drafted finally after yeah. all the hard work that you're paying off. Right, and, and uh, I think it was just as rewarding for them because, you know, they're the ones, you know, um, going to all the games, taking me all that, mm -hmm. taking me to all that stuff, all the games and practices and workouts and all that stuff. So um, it was a really cool moment for all of us. And, and she said, uh, she stuck her head out the window, or out the, the back door and said, Christopher, you might want to come inside. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, why? Because <laughs> uh, I was just, it was so stressful. And, yeah. and uh, you know, you're nervous, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was, it was a really cool, really cool experience. Did you think, and uh, I'll, I'll first ask this question. When did you start playing baseball? Do you remember? Um, man, you know, organized, you know, t-ball and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Um, but there are some pictures, you know, when I'm one and a half, two years old. You know, in the backyard with the you know the wiffle ball and the and the wiffle bat. So, um, you know, I've been playing my my whole you know my whole life. Did you ever think it would come a day that you know your mom sticks her head out the window and tells you to come inside, and you of course then hear the news that you're being drafted by an MLB yeah. team? Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to play basketball. I kind of wanted to follow my dad's footsteps. Mm -hmm. um, he played basketball at Greensboro College. Um, for four years, and uh, so I, I wanted to do that at first, um, and then when I found out, um, you know, I get to my sophomore year of college, and um, or sophomore year of, of high school, I'm sorry, 
And, you know, I, I'm pretty good at basketball, but I'm, I'm obviously better at baseball and I'm going to have a better chance, you know, going professional in baseball. So uh, I've always wanted to do both. But basketball was kind of my first love, you know, because I wanted to, you know, follow my dad's footsteps. But then baseball took off for me. And uh, ever since then, it's been just baseball. What would you say the best advice you've ever received from either a coach, a family member, someone close to you about playing the game of baseball or just a life advice in general? Yeah, so I'll give you I'll give you two things. Yeah. Um, my my grandfather, uh, he actually got offered a contract by the Cincinnati Reds back uh, before um, he finished high school. A career, but he wasn't able to take the opportunity because he had to stay um, at home and help his family, you know, with the family business. So, uh, but he always told me, he's like, "Hey, if you hit them far, don't worry, they'll come and call you." So he, that was some advice that he gave me. Um, and then I think the best advice, though, is is my college coach always tells me, you know, they'll never people won't remember, you know, your batting average, how many guys you threw out, or how many home runs you hit. Um, they'll remember how you made them feel. And so I think that's a really important part of baseball um, where you're, it's such an individualistic sport, um, but you got a whole bunch of guys on one team trying to strive for the same goal. So being that good teammate, um, being the guy who lifts everybody else up um, and, and taking care of your part, obviously, is part of, is part of the goal. But, um, you know, being that guy who's, who's also a great teammate. Well, Chris, going off of what you just last responded to, I have to say you're basically doing that now, helping out that either middle school, high school, college baseball player wanting to make the major leagues and help improve them uh, through this almost webinar type thing. Can you tell us a little about that and what exactly you're doing? Yeah, so um, it's a really, really cool idea. Um, Matt Meyer set it up. Um, he played pro ball a couple years as a pitcher. Um, and he just had the idea of let's let's give these minor league guys who you know in the off season aren't getting paid let's give them a way to you know stay in the game um, help some other you know, younger players uh, while also making some money so um, it's a great great gig for us uh, so basically what we do is we have a really cool video software and, mm -hmm. and, and we use uh, the Zoom platform uh, the player sets up his camera so that. Uh, we can see from a couple different angles, and then we can video what they're doing, share our screen, break down the video, and then uh, we go through some drills and that kind of stuff, usually off the tee, and then if the parent is there, um, they'll toss them or throw to them as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so kids can do this uh, strictly from their home or their backyard. They can go to batting cages. Um, there's actually a facility out in Missouri that they're able to go to, kind of like the home facility or between the lines. Um, but it's really cool because you get to interact with these kids from all over the U.S. Um, I actually have a kid in Canada. Um, and, and you're able to reach a lot of kids, you know, with some pretty good knowledge from these pro athletes. Um, and so it was a great idea by Matt. Uh, and it really helps out the players while also helping out, you know, the instructors being minor leaguers. So. And it's cool that you get this opportunity as a minor league baseball player. You know, you're playing it at a professional level to where you could basically be a role model to these kids, whether, you know, like you said, they're in the United States or in Canada. Um, so going off of that, who was a role model to you growing up playing baseball? Oh, man. Um, I would have to say my grandfather just because, 
you know, he was good enough to play but never got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that really pushed me uh, just to work, to work even harder, you know, just to get that opportunity and, and be able to take it. And I'm so grateful that, you know, my family was in a position, um, unlike his, you know, to, to where I could take that. Um, opportunity. So I, I would have to say him. And then my favorite catcher growing up was, was Joe Maurer, um, you know, for the Twins, and he retired. So um, he's not now out of the game. Um, but I grew up loving loving Joe Maurer and then also Brian McCann. Of course. And I think Brian McCann is also a future Hall of Famer. Um, but, Chris, you know, you talk about just – you, you've been playing, you got drafted in 2017. So do you have a favorite moment so far uh, playing for the Giants? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. It had to have been, let's see. Gosh, there, there's a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it would have to be this year. Uh, I was with San Jose, and we were down three runs in the ninth. You know, it's towards the end of the year. We're out of the playoff. We're out of the playoff race. Um, guys are still playing hard, and we're down. We, we get a little bit of a rally going in the, in the ninth inning, uh-huh. and so bases get loaded. You know, we get a walk, a hit, walk, and um, our our guy comes up and he gets down 0-2, and then they throw they throw a hanging breaking ball. He hits a rocket to left field. Everybody jumps out of their seat. And then it hits the top of the fence, goes straight up in the air, and just lands on the other side of the fence. And so we walk it off, bottom of the ninth, um, score four runs on a grand slam, uh, all with two outs uh, to win the game. That was, that was a really cool, that was probably the most exciting moment that I've had um, in Pro Bowl. Wow. And, of course, you know, being a huge baseball fan, it just – the excitement that you just put into words, you know, everyone was on their feet and everything. Those are the moments that you live for as a baseball player, a baseball fan, a baseball broadcaster, if you are or not. So just those type of moments are so, you know, fun, especially if you're a player. It's so fun. I mean, just, you know, it's late in the season, you know, everybody could have just been, you know, hanging out. We're out of the playoff race, but, you know, it was just really cool to see all the energy and the excitement um, from the team. Uh, Chris, we're going into the Fast Five segments. One of my favorite segments on this show is just five quick questions. Uh, first question for you is favorite city you've ever been to? Uh, Vancouver, Canada. Wow, I haven't been there. but I've been to Canada, but not Vancouver. I've always wanted to go there. Um, favorite snack? Uh, peanut butter and jelly is a snack of minor leaguers. Mm, okay. Um, favorite baseball team growing up? Uh, Atlanta Braves. Interesting. One position you've always wanted to play but never got the chance to? Shortstop. <laughs> and last question. I know you've already kind of answered it, but one player. Actually, I'm going to switch it right now. One pitcher you've always wanted to caught? Oh, man. Or catch, I should say. I would have to say uh, I love uh, Dontrell Willis. Okay. Wow. He was a pitcher for the Marlins, and he had the highest leg kick. And I remember when I was younger, I pitched a little bit, and we would we would always our team would always mess around. We'd always try to do you know the Dontrell Willis leg kick, <laughs> try to get our leg up above our head. He was a big lefty, yeah, um, real high leg kick, fun to watch. That's awesome. 
And uh, Chris, last question before we wrap up this interview. It's a question I always like to ask if it's a baseball fan, a baseball reporter, a baseball player. If a 16-year-old kid came up to you and told you they don't understand baseball and it's boring, what would you say to them? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. I would just say um, good things come with time. If you hang around long enough, you'll learn to you'll learn the game and you'll learn to enjoy it and you'll learn um, all the little things that go into the that go into the game that make it interesting. Uh, I think if you look from the outside and you don't know the intricacies of the game, um, then yeah, it definitely can be boring. Um, you know, it's not like other sports where, you know, you're running up and down, you know, you got action all the time, but there, there is action in baseball games all the time. You just don't necessarily see it if you don't know the game. So I would say give it some time, learn the game a little bit, and see if you can find some of the intricacies um, within within the game. I 100% agree with you, Chris. I want to say thank you for taking the time on a drive back home, and I appreciate you taking the time to once again come on Fusion News today. I wish you the best of luck next season. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Have a great rest of your night. All right, man. All right, Fuse Nation, you just heard it from Chris Corbett, a minor league baseball player for the San Francisco Giants. You heard it from him first. You know, hey, take it by pitch. Every pitch matters in baseball. Just enjoy it. Learn the game. Don't talk crap about a game you haven't even watched. Anyways, now that that rant's over, once again, if you are not a subscriber of Fusion News, what are you waiting for? Hit the subscribe button to be entered in for a chance to win two free regular season New York Yankee tickets. Once again, Fuse Nation, I want to say thank you for listening. Always be a subscriber of Fusion News. And also check out the new website, alexfuse.com. Thank you again for listening, and I will be seeing you very soon. Thanks for watching.